Welcome to a new episode of the Ambitious Sloth Podcast. This episode, I also wanted to do an introduction like the previous one, but my guest did in the pre-talk a way better one for the general intention of, of the episode. So I just let this play and uh, give you a short overview afterwards. It's a, it's a deep talk, but somehow it will be like very light. And we'll do it in a very relaxing way because I want the uh, the listener to feel that even if you talk about life, it's life is not heavy. Life is good. Sometimes we are the one who makes it heavy. It's the perspective, you know. Life is good. So I want this talk to be good and light and just full of um, inspiring things because that's our, our goal, right? To inspire people. The compassionate and positive guy you just heard is Rainier Mozo. And with this intention, what he just shared with you, we went over a couple of topics that were really interesting for me to also broaden my my perspective, my horizon, and how he connects spirituality and religion, as well as the self-love and the self-compassion connected to how to be a leader of company and that was that was very interesting and insightful for me so i hope you also get something out of this episode and enjoy listening to it very pleased that um, I have today a new guest and this guest is um, a special one I met in well on the flight from Cebu to Manila and he will introduce himself uh, now so thank you for, for being here yeah thank you thank you for having me um, it's uh, my pleasure to be invited to your podcast and to, who are you now and uh, so I'm I'm Rainier uh, Mozo, uh, I'm uh, actually a practicing doctor. My specialty is uh, internal medicine and um, genomic medicine. And as of this moment, I'm the uh, chief medical director of a healthcare company, which has the main platform of uh, serving uh, people with our services like cancer testing, and uh, we also have some dermatology services and dialysis. That's all the our company is offering right now. Mm. Um, and I think a good information for that would be, so you're a chief medical officer or director. And yes. connected to that, how old are you? Just to give an oh, impression. Oh, I'm just 30, 34. So I was just conferred as... Uh, certified hospital administrator last month. I think I'm the youngest, one of the youngest, I don't want to say the youngest, but one of the youngest uh, medical uh, or hospital administrators here in the Philippines. So, that yeah, I is think crazy. Relatively young. <laughs> that is crazy. So, really, congrats for that. And I also just heard that you graduated with merit from the South Wales University. And yeah, also, yeah. at the same time, have another master's degree in management. Yes. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. So, um, yeah, I'm really 
um, as we met also the first time, really surprised by uh, what you're doing all next to each other, uh, basically everything next to each other. So an important, or for me at least, super interesting question is, how do you manage to do that? Like, what is your, what does like a normal day in yeah. Rainier's life look like? So funny because, yeah, I just remember how we met because I'm at that time, uh, I was from a business trip and I was usually a very reflecting type of person. And I usually, not just reflective, but I'm very visual. So I need to write things. And uh, I think you commented that I'm very organized because everything is bulleted. So, yeah. So uh, for my everyday routine or regular routine, I usually wake up three hours earlier. Um, what I need to wake up, like for example, uh, my my work time here in the office. Actually, as a chief medical director, I don't have a time. I have my own time, whatever time uh, I want to go to the office. But since for me, I I I, I I'm a believer that you have to lead by example. So I need to be in the office like one hour earlier because uh, I need to prepare things like, uh, of course, I need to have my coffee. But before going to office, sorry, I'm backtracking. <laughs> so when I wake up, of course, I thank God first. That's number one for me. Because thanking God is like attracting all the positive uh, energy in the universe. And I'm not thanking God because of the things, because of waking up only. I thank him for the all the blessings that I will be receiving on that day. So I'm claiming and I'm declaring that I will be receiving all the blessings and I will have all the positive results that I, I'm expecting for that day. And after that, I do the, the rosary. Yeah, I've been doing the Holy Rosary for, for I think, more than five years already. The the rosary. And, Sorry, what is the, yeah, the rosary? Holy rosary? The holy rosary. What does it mean? I'm sorry. So the, the rosary is the one we you know the beads the holy rosary by uh, of the Catholic. Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we so it takes uh twenty minutes uh to do that. Uh, I uh, I I I downloaded an app. I recorded holy rosary prayer. So whenever I listen to that, I do also my meditation. That's also my meditation. And then after that, I prepare my 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 breakfast and of coffee, fruits and vegetables, and then I go to office. So I have one hour before the people comes in. So on that one hour, I prepare my table. I prepare all the folders. I'm checking the list that I need to do. Because before I sleep at night, I usually put all the, I, I do the checklist because technically I'm not a morning person. During the morning, my mind is like floating. I cannot remember what do I need to do uh, today. But since I already did that uh, night before, so it's already organized because it's frustrate me if I really cannot remember. And then suddenly lunchtime, I will remember, oh, I need to do this or that. So, so like that. So during uh, during the morning, so I will uh, check on the different departments because there's like five departments in in here. Uh, I usually check the dialysis 
to check if everything is okay, the all patients are all okay, if there's any uh, new patients in the clinic that needs to uh, needs my consultation, if I have a, uh, an appointment for that day, I will ask the clinic officer. And then after that, I go to our main uh, office and ask my managers one by one how are they doing, how is the, their department, if there's any problem or anything like that. And then uh, I go lunch with with them, with my managers. And then afternoon is more of follow follow up and checking me. I I uh, I give responsibility to myself to to look for a business opportunities during the afternoon because during afternoon my mind is really awake already. And then that's why I ask. I mean I'm okay with this interview done here in the afternoon because. I'm already very awake. And then uh nighttime, uh it's either I go for a, a wine with my friends or I go with my my staff. I usually invite them, like for example, the the utility person, the the nurses, the frontliners, because sometimes they are the one who are uh very um exposed to burnout burnout so i i took them outside and i have this uh technique i learned in masteral that in master's degree that you have to unfreeze them sometimes if they have hard time but then the the leader have time to to ask them about how's your family outside work and to connect with them then Working with them is better because, after all, leadership is all about relationships. So what I learned here, and I want to also emphasize, maybe I can also integrate this, about commitment and compliance. So when we say commitment, it's something coming from love. So if your employee or your staff, uh, staff loves you, they do they they will uh, they will do any uh, everything with commitment, even if they don't tell you or you don't uh, instruct them what to do sometimes they're gonna be more proactive in reporting and and even proactive in thinking things how to improve the the company versus being compliant they're just gonna do what you say and then that's all done deal I, I will not think about other things I don't have any concern and the compliance is coming from from fear not coming from love so I want to be a leader who serves with a heart. It may sound very mushy or whatsoever, but for me, loves, uh, love fuel, uh, fuels all the essences or values we need in life. If you have love, you, you can serve with excellence. You can show your love by caring to the company and to the patients. So uh, for you to be able to love someone, you have to know them. And for you to know them, you have to have time with them because time is very, is very important. I mean, time is really a gift. So I usually give time to my staff to bond with them or even just go there and how are you or how is patient? I mean, so those kind of things. And then at night, I before I sleep, I bond with my cats. So I have two cats, Persian cats. I tried dog, but the dog are very like, you know, if, I mean... At the end of the day, you're very tired. 
And sometimes the dog are very energetic and I, I don't know why I don't align with dog at that same level of energy. The cat are very uh, sweet. They, I mean, very gentle. So yeah, it's like cooling down for me. And that's also the time I bond with my plants. I have a lot of plants. So so I water them and sometimes I talk to them. So yeah, that's my, my typical day for for uh, Dr. Rainier's uh, day. That is a lot. And also a lot of really cool stuff so that you, like, I guess, no, I, I see that you're obviously super self-aware of, like, your strength and, like, that you are not such a morning person, so you review your tasks in the evening, um, but also that you yeah. just are so responsible with your staff. Yeah, because you know what? Because with this type of... Uh, I mean, with this role, it's very, uh, very stressful to be honest. But if you have this mindfulness or awareness that you're using this role to serve, then everything has it becomes uh, meaningful and it has purpose now, and it's like it's it will not be very tiring. It will be full of excitement and passion. Unlike just doing it because you're you're in that position, so it's a big difference. Doing things with uh with awareness and mindfulness. That for example, sometimes not all the time you will receive a good news. I mean, with this position, for example, patient is complaining or we're not uh hitting our sales target. It's it's very uh stressful if you hear those kind of bad news. But on the other hand. Leaders are created to resolve conflicts. Those are opportunities for you to shine and rise above, transcend the situation. For you to show how type of leader you are. Are you going to be sad, really like sad all day? And everyone will be affected by your sadness and anger. So yeah. I'm not that type. I will use that conflict to be my opportunity for me to inspire you that it's okay. Next month, we'll do better. We're going to do our analytics. We're going to check everything, why it's not working, what we could have done better. Then yeah. I think that will inspire them. I mean, by being uh, mindful will also inspire people. Definitely. Yeah. But it seems that it is not the most common way to think as a medical director <laughs> like, like that way. Um. So then the question yeah. is, where like was there a situation or like when did you notice that you are thinking differently in this direction yeah i, I think i shared uh with you before my story and i just want to be also reminded by that story that when i went back in the philippines i'm so sad because my wanting to be medical oncology will not push through at that moment i question my myself or to be honest, I question God, what's happening? I, I'm already in John Hopkins and now you're bringing me back. So what am I going to do? How can I start? This company is giving to me, given to me, but it's a startup. Yes, I'm a, I'm a medical director, but I have no people under me. I found myself walking in the street of one big cities here in the Philippines, one big city of here in the Philippines, which is Makati. And I'm the one doing the photocopy 
the scanning of documents, and then me comparing my life being a uh, medical officer in Singapore and now walking in the street alone, what's happening? And then I prayed, and then I asked God, uh, can you please send me the right people or I, I at least send me to the right community for me to have a support system? And I'm so fortunate enough that one of my uh, friends posted about this leadership training and I'm so curious about it because I know I'm a leader. Because being a head of a company, there's two things. You need to be a leader and you need to be a manager. So... Uh, I took the 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 master in management for the manager. I need to invest again to being a leader because now again I'm self self doubting. I'm 34. Am I good enough? Yes, I'm. A, I I introduce myself to a lot of people as the chief medical director here in the Philippines. But do I have people? I don't have. So when I went into that um uh community. The community is full of positive energy and they taught me all the essences. Essences means the values we have when we like uh we were born. We were born with love. We were we were born with self-worth. We have uh responsibility, honesty, and uh integrity, all the good things we have it when we were born. What what happened? What happened? Because of the environment, the influences by our parents, peers, and everything, sometimes our heart gets in the dark. We forget about gratitude. And the two, three things, actually, I've learned in that leadership is number one, is self-love. Self-love that, I mean, for the past few years in my life, I, I think all of these years of going to medicine, serving in the hospital, it's all about giving. It's all about serving other people. I want to serve. I want to inspire. But I forgot that there's one person who's been so loyal to me that never leave, uh, left me whatever happens, and that's myself. And I was I I I, I uh, reminded myself of the Bible uh, saying in the Bible saying uh. One is love God. Second is love others. I forgot the the continuation as you love yourself. So loving others should also be equal to loving yourself. You should also love yourself because you cannot give love to other people if you don't love yourself. You cannot give that something that you don't have. So that's number one. And by loving myself, I learn now to love myself. I understand now what uh, self-worth is all about. Hmm. What is it about? Sometimes it's not free everything. Hmm. It's, it doesn't mean that you're, not, you're gonna say yes to everything because sometimes saying yes, I mean, saying no to others is also saying yes to yourself, being responsible to yourself. And this, and the, the, the values that I, I shared with you, like, Compassionate, being compassion, responsibility. It should not should it should not only be giving. You should also be 
uh, compassionate to yourself. You know you're already tired, so don't say yes always. If you're tired, just say, I'm tired. Can we just stop? You have to be responsible. If you don't have sleep for for like this very long hours, then you can be responsible in saying no. So that's the second one, self-worth. And the third one, this one is the one that I really forget, uh, forgot, is the gratitude part. I forgot that, hey, you're given the opportunity to start a company. You have this position. They're going to be um, giving you fun to start. Where are you being a victim? You all have the resources. There's abundance. So those three things I learned. So I was able to to form this uh this company and get to where I am right now. So uh realizing these things and me being in that uh leadership uh seminar made me uh establish my purpose which is to lead to lead uh and uh lead people to know their purpose because that excites me. So I think that's my ikigai. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, I think maybe also explain a bit ikigai. I, th- I don't think everybody knows that. Oh, and, ikigai. So yeah. ikigai is, I think, a, uh, uh, it's a Japanese yeah. principle. I for I forgot the 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 hard meaning of it, but it uh, to cut it uh, to be simple, it just means your purpose. So ikigai is if you're gonna draw four circle, the first circle will be uh what excites you, what uh makes you happy, uh even if you're doing it the whole day you're not tired. The next one is what are you good at? What are the skills? What what do you have? What are your strengths? And the next one is uh where what aspect in your life um can you um what do you call that earn money and the last one is what uh what the world's need what the world needs yeah so the the area where the four circles uh, meet yeah is your ikigai it's your purpose it's like i'm good i uh, i'm excited in leading people to know their purpose Next is I'm good at leading and I'm also now good in managing people. Mm-hmm. Next is I'm earning because I'm the head of the company. And next is the the message to the world or, or what the world needs. And that is someone who leads to inspire others to know their purpose. So that's my ikigai to serve and to inspire. So, I mean, I've been having this crisis when I went back to the Philippines, but I realized that this purpose was, I already started when, uh, even during college, I've been a leader of different organization. I'm very happy. I just forgot because of the, the issues that I face, the ego of coming back in the Philippines and having nothing, having nothing. I thought I, I have nothing, but I actually, I'm abundant and I just need to practice uh, gratefulness or gratitude. So, yeah. That's... So, that's Ikigai. So, I, yeah. As you, as you saw, I didn't interrupt you at any second. It was awesome to listen to. It was great oh, to see you, like, thank to see your whole um, congruence also throughout the whole explanation. And uh, the, what, what were the three points? Like, the self-love, 
um, the self-worth right. and, and gratitude. I feel that yeah. these are really, really important concepts. So awesome that you mentioned yeah. them. You know, the millennials right now, they have to be reminded of those things. Because uh, just to, to share with you, there's an increasing depression rate for the millennials. And uh, what's scary is the incoming generation after millennials. We're uh, seeing that there are more people or young people that will have depression. But I think if the world will um, teach or share about these three things or three great values, then I think it will help us a lot. It will help significantly. In a world that uh, we are uh, we are hyper-connected, something, sometimes hyper-connection is uh have also side ef- uh adverse effect it, because it definitely you're has, being yeah. connected to other people you don't know and you keep seeing that they're like succeeding they're posting that they are in the beach like that they're like always every every like every week they're on the beach but if you're gonna ask them actually they don't have money and you know why are you doing that do you want to to show that you're doing well even if you're not? Yeah. Is it because of the unworthiness? You want to prove to people uh, that you're doing something? So I think one of the big issue right now is big issue right now is the unworthiness. So we really have to teach self-worth and self-love and gratitude because they are uh they're very connected to each other. I agree. I agree. Um yeah. this has been super deep already i feel but i still want to oh, yeah. but i still want to um ask you maybe a bit more personal like would sure. you consider yourself as then a creative person uh or more like the brain thinking person and overthinking person maybe i think i'm a hybrid <laughs> or depending <laughs> on uh but that's, wait, that's not an option if you're gonna ask me what what yeah. what will be my default yeah i will be a creative person Mm-hmm. I I dance, I paint, and I mean I'm into colors, I'm into the lines, forms, and everything like that. It's excite me also. So if you're gonna ask me about other things that excite me, it's the arts. That's why I like culture, the painting, the sculpture, the thinking part is maybe because I was trained to be that kind of person also being a biochemistry is not about creativity right yeah sometimes creative what to mix like you know being innovative because that's where uh, creativity uh, comes in in sciences but yeah in, in in biochemistry we're taught to analyze and of course in medicine also we are taught to analyze but i think yeah i think uh, my default is being a creative person. Yeah, if I'm going to reflect back, I'm very resource, resourceful because I'm creative. Yeah, yeah. I, I so totally I'm agree. Not- I also had the notion of that. Um, what would you think I am a kind of person rather than like thinking or more the creative person? Okay. <laughs> I think you're a very thinking person. I don't know because we only met uh, one day 
what we did is more of analysis about life. <laughs> we didn't talk about anything related to arts or so I may not be a, a no, proper but... authority to actually, but what I feel is you really are uh, you really uh, are a thinker. Yeah, I, mental, no. I don't know. <laughs> no, you, <laughs> I don't you, know. I think you, I think you're totally right. Um, that I am like my and then my, you're my default. Psychology. Yeah. So so it's very aligned that you're very mental. No, I, I do I do agree that I'm like my my default as you said it right is um, probably starting thinking okay and then afterwards okay how do I feel about it so I think you yeah. you assessed it after it was not even a full twenty four hours it was just like half a day totally right yeah um, and if you think about well you with in the age of um thirty four. You already medit yeah. medical achieve medical director and achieve like so many degrees and um have so many things also on the side the um, leadership program or whatsoever yes. like there's yes. a whole bunch of what you're doing um yeah. what what do you if you imagine yourself now um five years ahead so basically almost forty um what would your life look like in five years? To be honest, it's very hard to to say. I mean, it's not an easy uh, question. That's for sure. It's a it's a uh, it's a it's a usual question in the leadership training. Yeah. Because vision is very important. To be honest, if I'm I mean I'm gonna be asked, maybe you can we can rephrase the question. What do you want to be five years from now, or when you're already forty years old? Yeah, what sure, I want actually yeah. is to to have um to be out of the corporate world maybe but I am not sure about it yet. That's I want to have a resort. I want to have a resort where people can goes in and will have healing. I I don't know. I I'm going into some spiritual thing right now into like the aura and everything. Yeah, I'm a doctor but I'm also a believer of those things like the en like talking about energy and metaphysics. I don't know. I mean, I'm, you can, I'm you can say everything. No, it's, it's my okay. life that, yeah. that my life it that uh, I believe in the energy of the universe. Mm -hmm. It's connected with science because I do believe that in the in the in the teaching that you cannot dis uh, create or destroy energy. You just convert it. So whatever energy you contribute to the universe, it goes back to you. So if you're like shining very bright energy, then the universe will give you much more energy that is brighter. But if you're a very dark person, you don't expect bright energy unless you, you break through. Yeah. So I would like to have a place wherein people can rest and it's not about status quo it's not about the degree it's not about the achievements i'm one of the witness of that that it's not about the achievement before i was achieving because i want to prove something but right now i'm achieving because i want to say to i want to share to the world that even if you're not the top of the class even if you're not from a very rich family 
you can still achieve what you want. First is you should know about what you want. Mm-hmm. And then do all the things towards that point B. So four years from now or five years from now, I want to have to have that place. And I don't want to stress myself already. Maybe I will have my own business, which is all about maybe food, uh, spa, because I love uh, massage, you know, that. And uh, yeah, it's all about um, giving time for myself to rest, but still earning money. <laughs> because <laughs> earning money is still important, not because I'm selfish, but you're going to... I mean, you you have the opportunity to help a lot of people, including yourself, if you have mm. the means. I love right? this perspective. Yeah, I, I do agree totally with that. Um, because before yeah. I was also um, most of the time actually like thinking or, yeah, not, not really consciously thinking, but I had it in mind like, okay, a lot of people who are at least like the perspective in Germany, a lot of people who have money are like kind of seen as... Um, Evil. Yeah, yeah. Also, I guess, or a bit of arrogant, and they show off yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, I guess there was always like an unconscious of like, yeah, I might not be really wanted to be rich and don't have this, and but yeah, I I adopted the same perspective as you. Like, but also when I have that money, I don't like. There's no need to show something, to show off, or anything would yeah. usually before like had a negative opinion in mind. But actually, you can have a lot of power that you can use for a really good um, course. And so that is that is really... It's all about the purpose at the end indeed, of the day. Yes. And so that, that actually also shifted my mindset in this direction. Well, it was um, really significant. So I, I can't just 100% agree with that. So that's awesome. And you also mentioned you like you looked a lot more into like this energy part. And you looked a lot more into the metaphysics. Yeah. Um, what was your most spiritual experience you had so far okay. in this regard? One of my, I mean, I have a lot, but one of the things that struck me the most is during I attended the second phase of my leadership training. Actually, it's not just a leadership training, but I believe it's a life sem, it's a life workshop, workshop or seminar that after I shared all my experiences and all the things that I'm carrying, someone just hugged me and told me that uh, uh, she's loving me. I mean, love is very powerful that it can transform someone. It doesn't need to be like we know each other for a very long time. Love is about caring. And when someone shows how caring they are about their story without any, like, they don't earn money from this or something like that, then it's really striking. It's really striking. And the hug is, like, very uplifting. I mean, it's very different, uh, difficult to, to describe, but it's like after that hug and the saying of I love you, all the anger, all the self-doubt, the unworthiness somehow was uh, pacified by just that um, hugging and saying, that, uh, I mean, you know, if someone can love you, why can't you love yourself authentically? Mm-hmm. Right? 
Yes. It reminds you that wait, other people loves you. Why why don't you be loyal to yourself and love yourself? And from loving yourself, you know your self worth. So yeah. Super important. Yes, I can just only agree. That is well. Also, the way you so say it is quite powerful. So thanks for sharing that. It's very uh, spiritual. So I really do. Uh, that's why. That's why I'm now. Uh, I now meditate every day. It's either when I wake up or before I sleep, or or if, for example, in the middle of the day, I'm having a bad day. I I really will attempt to stop. Mm -hmm. I mean, not attempt, but I will choose to stop. And meditate and remind myself. Where are you right now? Why are you doing this? What could have worked better? Or remind me that I'm worthy, that I, a lot of people loving me, and I love myself. So, yeah, if they don't love me, at least I love myself. So, yeah. And then after that meditation, of course, the energy is there again. And then you are reminded of your purpose, then ready to to fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you also mentioned multiple times already that your belief in religion is really important to you. How can you um, combine this with also your super highly uh, medical um, direction? So with the science, basically, because that is a quite often asked question, like how do you combine science and religion? And religion. Yes. Religion. Yeah. Correct. So um I don't know if I'm a religious a very religious type but I do practice um uh my catholic belief. So one practice is it's always start with yourself. Religion is about belief and catholic catholic the center of catholicism is Jesus, right? And Jesus represents love, unconditional love. So that unconditional love, you can have that um, principle in a role that's very stressful. For example, I give you an, uh, uh, an assignment or a task or responsibility. I give a staff a responsibility and he or she was not able to perform If I will, if I am not mindful about my me being a Catholic or a Christian, then I will just be angry about it. But me being a Catholic and practicing unconditional love, unconditional love means it also connected to being compassion. Mm -hmm. Ask first, listen first, don't get angry first. Calm yourself. There's the ego. There's the human instinct to be mad, right? I don't invalidate that. But you can control yourself. Because there's nothing in this world you can control. It's like the fish cannot control the ocean. The ocean has been there before the fish hatched from the egg, right? But you can control yourself. You can control your emotions, right? You can calm yourself first and... You can ask why did you was not uh, you were not able to do it, and then from there you can be objective. If the if the person is having a problem, 
then call the Im immediate senior uh, supervisor and have a talk or counsel. And um, that one, being compassionate, I think that's a combination. Number number two, I think is integrity. I, I think even if you're not Catholic or what, integrity should play a role in being a doctor or being in this uh in being in this role. Because I would integrity also say it's it's not only for being a doctor but for a human being to yeah, be for honest. Everyone. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because integrity is uh speak about authenticity. Mm -hmm. If I get mad because uh she um for example if I get mad because uh that person was not able to do it, then integrity and being responsibility did I give the instruction well hmm. or did I instruct the supervisor to look after that person so being unconditional is like you love that person but you're not asking in return but then of course you have to remember you're in a company you're in the corporate world you also have to be responsible to your company the revenue the sales and the things that that person was not able to do so you have to balance it and balancing it needs a lot of being objective and me being creative, being emotional, I really have to be objective. I really have to practice again unconditional love to myself so that it's okay if he's hurt after my decision, but I'm just being responsible. Okay. And also to buy to, to the to the company. I hope I hope you resonate with me, but you really need a lot of love here. By being patience, being compassionate, you know, and I think it really doesn't need to be a Catholic, like what you've said. It's it's a basic uh, values that everyone uh, should have. Yeah, I think also, especially in in those areas, um, actually quite. I'm not sure about every religion, but it seems at least that a lot of religions are overlapping in those areas. Like how they, I mean, they, most of them give you a guideline also on how to live life, right? And, um, in those areas, they're hugely overlapping and, um, loving yourself, loving others unconditionally. Yes, yes, and yes. And hugely just, um, yeah, it's just usually put in different words as it seems to me at least. So I think, um, in, in that regard, a lot of things are super similar and a lot of things are um, in religion. Um, even though I'm, I don't know, I, I don't feel super connected to religion right now, to the religious institutes, but I do, do mm. think and do feel that this is just so important and this is um, actually also how I live my life. So like the compassion, the self-love. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. you believe in the energy of the universe? I do that, yes. So maybe you may not call it a religion, but it's the similar. That's that's thing, what I mean. Right? Yeah. So for I I don't believe in like the religious, um, 
institutions because they're they're built just by humans most or quite often for the fear for death or anything like in this regard and this just seems not right or it just doesn't make sense for me however there is yes there must be some like energy we consist out of energy and all this is happening so there for me there is this this energy but i don't see it as the religion as we usually call it um like the christianity or muslims or whatever it's that's something different of you yeah so i think uh yeah i think uh you you uh you are correct with that uh it's all about the energy and everything but in the philippines you know we are mainly catholic and the religion is uh plays a major part in our culture a huge and yes saying no to it sometimes it's like saying no to your family also but uh as per result i mean my religion transforms me and supports me not i don't mean like religion that the people there are like supporting me but the teaching that i get that i i have from that from my religion helps me every day uh i i i combined i'm combining the meditation with the prayer you, you know like that because not all catholics are into meditation but technically when you pray it's like a meditation also so yeah that's yeah. the thing for example i also do meditate every single day and do think about like my thoughts what i've done but also that i want to um give the the compassion to others want to put me on a higher energetic yeah. level so i can spread the positivity and this is i guess pretty similar to what you're doing in in connection to the religion but it's just that i don't don't call it as the man-made construct the christianity um, but in in terms it's actually pretty similar indeed yeah but have you been born to a family with religion yeah it's christianity as well oh christianity yeah catholic as well um but i also actually noticed that when i was in the philippines that um people were asking me so the people who i was um visiting there and yeah i said like yeah i was born um christian but i don't really believe in it and then they really looked weird at me like what's happening why is he so like it's actually very weird for us i noticed it's that. like my experience when i went to singapore like there's a lot of what they call themselves as free thinkers that they have and for me i have a uh, i have a judgment on a on an initial not like i mean it's like a shock for me that oh there's really people who don't have religion and maybe because of our differences but when i met them i mean work uh with with them i i see that oh they're like catholic also even if they, if they don't have religion they're very responsible very loving it's just that they don't they don't pray they don't have like god and of course you when i met you yeah it's like a normal person that's why that you know the <laughs> normal and not normal so yeah for us filipinos it's yeah for generally it's a bit weird to know that someone has no religion Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's 20 2019 now so 
I hope, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just okay. like the openness to accept the the other's perspective. I obviously know like that there are other perspectives as well, and they also to make totally sense, or it helps them, and that's what is I feel most important. If they, with this belief, get empowered through it, and it helps them, um, mm. then go for it. The only thing what I especially find a bit um yeah not empowering was that when you pray you ask basically somebody to help you achieve something or to to that he does everything for you basically right um but where is this sorry to cut you uh, this we, is the catholic in in like the prayer for example oh, you okay. you ask god or jesus to help you get somewhere please make this happen for me. Like this, at least what I had in mind, usually what a prayer is. Um, and I just don't like the perspective that you ask somebody for helping you to get where you want to be. Because I see just, it for me, it just doesn't make sense to ask somebody who I'm not sure there is. And I just can't 100% believe in the abilities I have. And so try to just push them as Yeah, as forward as I can and just do everything what I am capable of to. So basically having the responsibility of my, of myself and that's all I can do. And everything else is beyond my capabilities. So just praying for that doesn't make sense when I just need to look at, okay, what can I do? So then I do this for a hundred percent and do take the responsibility of it. Fair enough. You have your own uh, belief and, uh, Sometimes our beliefs are haunted by our experience. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So even if we discuss about our experience, for sure, uh, we have our own differences in terms of really religion. That's why whenever I, I, I see my friends or experience that, or notice that some of my friends are discussing about The differences in the religion, I want to say it will it will be endless. So there's no point because we have our own uh, religion, and sometimes we have them not because sometimes we follow them. Some of the people do have that religion because they have attachment to that religion in terms of the family and the culture and everything. The sense of belongingness is there. They pray together. There's collective consciousness about that activity. So, yeah, it depends on your perspective. Me, particularly, um, that's why I'm asking myself, am I really religious or not? But I do practice Catholicism because there are some practices that I don't do. But for me, at the end of the day, as long as you're doing good and you're You're for me speaking to you're speaking to God directly and asking for forgiveness or thanking Him, being grateful. Then I think it's it's fine. Yeah, you don't need a middle person. But for me, yeah, middle person like a priest to do something for me. But sometimes I don't know. Whenever I have priests in front of me, the energy is different. Even I'm not a uh, a believe uh not believer, but Like, I'm not into like, you know, in Philippines, we have like this, right? Like it serves like for, for the, for, for example, me and the priest, if 
I'm doing this, it means that I'm respecting the priest. And the priest giving his hand is like giving the blessing. Yeah. So uh, that's a very unique Filipino mm-hmm. trait. But uh, I, I usually don't do that. But sometimes if I'm with a priest, especially if that priest really like very, the spiritual energy is really high, like Pope, it's different. It's different. I don't know. Uh, like Pope, Pope uh, Francis, when he's here in the Philippines, the energy is very different. Even if I'm just seeing him on the television, it's really different energy. So sometimes I cannot explain It's if it's all about religion and uh, the guidelines and everything. But sometimes it's spiritual also. So for me, it's also hard to question every point. Yeah, that's Even if, you know, as a human, you have questions. But yeah. Catholicism is faith and it's all about believing what you don't see. But I also so, think despite all the differences between like the spirituality and different religions, there are just um, also a ton of overlap. So, for example, we basically do a lot of similar routines. Um, just that you're feeling connected to the religion and I just not. That's, that's um, what I just also find really interesting. Um, and maybe yes. then moving a bit from the topic of religion to, <laughs> to um, what are maybe also some things that, um, even though you have achieved so many things already, like what are some things you were scared of? Scared of? Yeah. Very general. Um, so basically in, in the context of um, what you're scared of to achieve or what are you scared of? like might happen to you yeah of course the general the general uh things like dying alone mm-hmm. or having sickness because for me I, I think i still have a lot of things to contribute in this world there's still a lot of people who don't know my story and i believe that my story is very inspiring and i know that there's a lot of people Filipinos specifically who will resonate with me, who will resonate with my story, my rise above story. So yeah, I'm scared of dying. Hmm. I mean, it's very uh, ironic because if you're a Catholic, the teaching is you're, you should be ready. But I'm not yet ready. <laughs> Lord, I'm not yet ready. <laughs> I, th- I think I, 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 there's still a lot of things not to achieve, but more of to inspire. And of course, I want to still um, um, have my own family and um, and of course, have more time with my immediate family. So yeah, th- those are the things that I'm scared about. And of mm. course, scared of losing my self-worth again. Okay. So it's, that's very scary because with all the achievements and everything, why would you lose your self-worth? So meaning if that happens, that's a big thing. So that scares me. Oh, that's unexpected, but I totally understand. Yeah, that I mean, that is maybe even like the source of everything that's built up upon that the the self-worth is important otherwise you couldn't share your story properly and 
and love as well as love that's other the people. Yeah, yeah, that's the foundation. Mm. And maybe for me, we always what is it like almost an hour already have have talked. Already, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Um, it was really, really <laughs> interesting and also to listen to you. But I also still want to ask you another question, which sure. is if you could choose any superpower, which mm. one would you choose? Actually, uh, I'm asking myself that question. That question and what if you have the magic pill, what? disease will you cure those kind of things i'm asking myself because i'm not sharing with you uh, i'm being trained right now to be a, a life coach i'll be a life coach in january 2020 so i said yes to this interview because i think this is a preparation also for me to reflect uh and your questions are very reflective and uh, i saw your podcast before with other with other amazing people and they're very um, empowering and gives clarity. So I think what I would like is uh, because I have the talent to persuade, I have the talent to inspire, I have the talent to empower. I want to know, I have the, I want to have the superpower of reading people's mind because if I know that they are not enrolled with what I'm saying, then I will like inspire them more, empower them more. Mm. So if if someone is thinking about negative things, then I have the ability to 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 change it or not change, but I of course I cannot change someone, but at least inspire or influence that person to to see the beauty, to see the light. On that situation and uh, whatever situation it may be, mm -hmm. dark or the darkest, then you will always rise above. You will always rise above and transcend situation or any circumstances. And uh, yeah, that superpower. I think I, I need that. Although I have the ability to read uh their mind or people's mind using the eyes. Indeed, but yeah. It will be more clear to me if I really can like see, like not convince or what or whatsoever. <laughs> like, really feel or, or what are they thinking so yeah. that I can answer yeah. it proactively mm -hmm. or address it proactively. Okay. Yeah. That's really honorable cause to be honest. I, I when I wrote this question I was just like um having in mind to um, just like any yeah. any random joy or any any, any fun activity yeah. you wanted to do, like fly or beam or having super long arms. I don't know, like any anything more yeah. you could have imagined like that. Um, and then the second last one is, what would you do if you didn't care about what other people think of you? Would it change some things you you would do or? get you more proactively or anything like that, like that? If we will rephrase that question, it's like, what are your regrets <laughs> in life? So actually, I'm here right now because of the, of the self-doubt I have before, 
of the negative things I have before. So, what will be, I mean, what's again the, the, the verbatim question you have? If you don't, if you don't care what other people would think. Oh, of yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I mean, like what I'm saying, uh, initially, I'm, I took all of these things, not all of these things, but I did achieve a lot of things because I was thinking about what will other people say. And that includes my family. And that includes the people I love. That includes the people who influence me. So, For me, we can also look, I mean, initially I took that question about being associated to regrets. But in a positive light, I'm thinking right now, you can also coin that question if you want to think of feedback. And feedback is very important. Mm -hmm. So if your question is about feedback, positive or negative feedback, Still feedback. It's very important. Feedback, you don't need to be like directly influenced, but at least you have some points to think about. So going back to the question, I actually don't know where I will be if I don't listen to this, to this negative and positive feedback because most of my life I've been achieving because I listen to the negative criticism of other people i try to to prove something to them but i think the answer is right now I, i just thought about it if i don't listen with them i'm not that type do you still remember your where you left off yeah i think uh i'm in the part that uh the fact that i'm uh wanting to build a place for healing during my 40s is that yeah it's it tells me that half of my life i've been achieving because i want to prove something and I, i i got tired of it so if i don't care about other people did say before then maybe i'm still an achiever but i'm not that tired mm, okay yeah that's a good one um Then actually, I think the last question, and it is quite, quite, quite a tough very one. Fast. I thought it will be very long, <laughs> but it's actually one hour. Yeah, <laughs> more than it is already. Yeah. Um. So, um, what would you like to be remembered for? I think I have that line before. I did when I'm. I was the president still of our fraternity. Is that I uh, aspiring to achieve, achieving to inspire. Mm-hmm. So s- still that declaration resonates with me right now. And I want to be remembered as someone not as achiever, but who, use it, who uses his story or who uses his story to inspire a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Especially right now, there's a lot of noise and a lot of people saying these things and that. I want to be that someone who will inspire people that self-love, gratitude, and self-worth is very important. It's very important. 
So yeah, that I think these are some awesome final words of the podcast episode. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you too. Thank you very much. Um, I'm hoping, and I know, I know that there's there's a lot of people listening to this, and I hope that they will inspire. I mean, they will be inspired by this, uh, by the conversation we have, and I hope that they will resonate. Thank you for listening until the very end of this episode. And if you also enjoyed the episode as much as I did during the recording, I would like to uh, invite you to share this uh, with somebody who would like that too. And subscribe to any of the channels who would like to receive some information um, about this podcast. And of course, feel free to Uh, connect with me, contact me if you have any questions or would like to know anything about me. See you in the next episode. Bye.